You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. You know, when you go out and battle like we did at Indiana, and, you know, first opportunity to play in the Big Ten as a road game, and we handled it so much better in a hostile environment than we did that game against Creighton. And I think, you know, I hope that that was a turning point for us, that Creighton game. The next morning, we had a film session where we talked about a lot of things. We were honest about a lot of things, and I don't think guys took it personal. I think we've grown uh, since that situation, and then to bounce back with that effort in Indiana, um, would have loved to have won it, but, you know, we talked about one of the hardest things in this business is to put a tough, devastating loss behind you, but for our guys to go out there and do that to bounce back uh, the way we did, and, you know, the other thing I challenged, I said, make, make, make Purdue call the first time out tonight. And they did that, you know, by getting out to that good start and you set the tone. And like I said, then you have that little lull and you're able to sustain because we guarded and then finished off the half in a big way. And then I thought those last 20 minutes, we were phenomenal. You know, we had that little stretch where we didn't rebound it well, but uh, overall the energy, the effort, uh, you know, guys going out there and playing for each other. We had 26 baskets and 22 assists. That's a big time, big time uh, stat and only 11 turnovers against, like I said, the fifth best defense in the country and a team that really climbs India and makes it tough. So, you know, again, just a really solid overall effort. And we're back here on the Husker Online co- show here. That was Nebraska basketball coach Fred Hoiberg, a victorious Fred Hoiberg after Nebraska's stunning, um, I call it stunning, um, upset win over Purdue, um, who was a basket away a year ago from beating the national champions Virginia. Then they beat the national defending national champions Virginia this year uh, by a wide margin. Um, Robin, when, when you look at it, A, did you think it was at all possible on short rest Nebraska would be able to get a win with a limited bench, a limited roster against a veteran team like Purdue. Yeah, given the circumstances Nebraska was put in uh, last weekend, uh, that would have been uh, – I would even put it in the realm of uh, possibility that they'd be able to accomplish that. Just, uh, I mean, just from the logistics standpoint of it, having to go play a red-hot Indiana team on the road and then uh, to play you know, that well and take the team game into overtime and then suffer a uh, you know, kind of gut-wrenching overtime defeat – um, you know, playing that many minutes and then less than 48 hours later have to turn around and prep for a Purdue team that has as big and physical of a front court as they're going to see all season. Uh, when Purdue got to Lincoln before Nebraska did, uh, I mean, that just seemed like too much for this team to handle. Purdue landed in Lincoln before Nebraska got home. Yes. Yes. So drop my mic there. Think Sorry. about that. Uh, and so, I mean, that's I mean, unheard of. And, and they had eight days of rest going into that <laughs> game, too. And Nebraska had like barely over a day uh, to recover and prep uh, between Big Ten games. I mean, that for, that's a whole other tangent we can get on about what the Big Ten did to Nebraska for those first two December games. But uh, for them to handle it the way that they did, I mean, not only playing with that type of effort and fight against Indiana, but to turn around and do it again and dominate Purdue. I mean, they dominated Purdue from start to finish. They jumped out on them early, forced the first time out uh, within the first three minutes, and uh, they led for the final 25 minutes of that game uh, and only were out-rebounded by four and really just played one of their most complete games of the season. It's incredible, and it says a lot about not not only this coaching staff getting these guys ready to play, but – you know, it's kind of the, the will of these players kind of coming together. I mean, I think that they're starting to finally uh, take those steps to towards becoming a team. And last weekend was as good of an indication of that as we've seen yet, especially considering 
where they were just a week ago. I mean, you look at where they were at 40 to 9 up in Omaha with Creighton just doing whatever they wanted to them. Uh, it looked like this could be a total dumpster fire of a season. And we were thinking, will they win a game in Big Ten play? Well, uh, clearly they proved they're not only capable of winning uh, a game, I think they're going to win uh, a handful, maybe pull off a few more of those upsets before all said and done. Now, it's going to be kind of a, a long two-week stretch here or so as Nebraska will play on Saturday uh, following UNL graduation against North Dakota. It's a 5 o'clock tip here at Pinnacle Bank Arena. And then they're not back again until Sunday, December 29th, um, another bye game, a 3 o'clock afternoon game here on that Sunday. So um, kind of an opportune time to get a break, Robin. I mean, what do you get the sense the staff is going to really focus on as they only have the, the two games in just over two weeks? Yeah, I mean, it's – kind of a, a new type of challenge for this team now where uh, you're actually feeling good about yourself right now. I mean, you've just played two of your best games of the season and uh, pulled off a, an improbable win over a, a Purdue team, like you said, that um, is a lot better than what they showed. Uh, but now you get a week off uh, before you're playing a game again and you're doing it against a bye game on graduation Saturday when, uh, you know, it's an awkward start at five o'clock where uh, you don't really know what the energy in the arena is going to be like. And, We've seen this team fall victim to that circumstance before. I mean, they lost two of these already to start the year. Uh, and, you know, the fact that, you know, they, they spent a whole week just kind of feeling good about themselves. Will they be able to return with that level of focus and fight and, and execution that they showed last weekend? If they can, they're going to be just fine. And these should be uh, convincing victories that are going to leave you feeling pretty good with a um, you know nice little three-game winning streak going into the meat of Big Ten play in January. But... If they come out and kind of putts around and just expect to walk into PBA and, and get a victory, uh, we've seen what happens when they do that. Uh, this team does not respond to adversity well, or at least they haven't. And if they revert back to some of their old bad habits that have bitten them plenty of times already this season, uh, they could be in store for some for some trouble. So uh, I think the task of what you do this week um, and even on into next week through Christmas break is retain the just the, the focus and, and kind of the uh, attention to detail and all the little things that they did last weekend that they didn't do all year. Keep that going and find some sort of semblance of consistency because uh, that's been as big of an issue for this team as anything is avoiding the massive ups and downs between high level of play and terrible level. And the schedule really, um, you know, there's an opportunity here. You look at it in Nebraska with the two bye games, then they're at home on a Friday night against Rutgers. Then on a Tuesday, January 7th, they're at home against Iowa. And then they're on the road against arguably the worst team in the conference on a Saturday at Northwestern. So they've got a very favorable stretch. And it is interesting, um, the schedule earlier, Robin, was not very uniform. It becomes very uniform here over the January. They have a Friday game, but then they're essentially Tuesday, Saturday. Um, they have four straight Tuesday games and four straight Saturday games. Um, so everyone that's craved for the old Wednesday, Saturday, big eight days, big 12 days, they're going to have a whole month of January where they're Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. So it will be interesting to follow this team. I do want to ask you, though, about some roster stuff because we are up against it already, and I know you're going to have a lot to say. Number one, um, Nebraska, not they didn't part ways, but Donovan Williams announced his decommitment from Nebraska. Not a shocker. I mean, you've been kind of painting the picture that this is going to happen, and it finally became a story officially Wednesday. Yeah, not a shocker. Uh, still disappointing in the sense that he is a local kid that um, you know was a four-star 
top 150 kid uh, that wanted to come here, but uh, it's kind of just the nature of the beast. You know, he, he didn't sign in November when they had the opportunity and Nebraska didn't stop recruiting. Uh, they pick up a commitment from Teddy Allen, who is a very similar role to what uh, Donovan was going to do. And Donovan, you know, kind of saw the writing on the wall that Nebraska wanted instant impact guys that uh, were going to maybe take away from his opportunity to see the floor right away as a true freshman. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it was kind of a one of those decisions that, that hurts now, especially for Donovan. Uh, but in the long run, it was probably the best decision for both sides. And then, Robin, I got to ask you about Teddy Allen. You broke the story this week. He is coming back to Nebraska. Never was offered previously by Tim Miles. Had a lot of other major offers. Has had a long road, Wichita State, um, West Virginia, West Virginia. And then, obviously, his junior college stop now, but he'll be coming home for his fourth school as a junior college transfer, a high-volume scorer. Why did Teddy Allen decide come, to come back to Nebraska? Well, he always wanted to come to Nebraska. I mean, he grew up uh, in a really hard life. Uh, I mean, a story, we could do, devote a whole segment to it, uh, in Arizona, but moved to Boys Town and really kind of turned his life around. Uh, that was exactly the structure he needed, and he thrived there, was the 2017 Gatorade Player of the Year in the state. And like you said, Nebraska never offered, but he wanted to come to Nebraska. He wanted to stay close to that that circle around Omaha and Boys Town that had done so much for him, but he never got the opportunity. Committed to West Virginia, things fell apart, even though he played well. Uh, went to Wichita State, uh, had to sit out, and then had an incident off the co- off the field court off the court that uh, you know got him dismissed. He ends up at Western Nebraska, and he went there uh, because he was uh, kind of told that if you go to Western Nebraska, you're going to have a chance to have a straight line to go to. Nebraska. And so he followed that path. It worked out for him. Fred Hoiberg and Matt Abdelmasi went out and saw him in September and recruited him ever since. Got him to visit uh, unofficially for the Purdue game on Sunday. He pulled announced his commitment on Tuesday. And now Nebraska has the number one scoring junior college player in the country right now that is back home where he belongs. Well, it should be interesting to follow how all this plays out. I know we covered a lot of ground, yeah. um, but it is going to be kind of a long, you know, final two weeks of the holidays. He'll be gone. Uh, but obviously, Robin will have full coverage of the game here Saturday. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there'll be a little bit of access here, but the team will be gone for probably four, five, six days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they definitely take a break over over Christmas. So, uh, you know, th- th- we'll have much more to talk about basketball when it's not signing day week. Right. I understand where I fall in the totem when, pole. When we come back, uh, we will close the show. Nate Klaus and I will have more thoughts on recruiting. That's next. You're listening to the Oscar Line Show.